Hey, this is Mike Brake, and I'm the pastor at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. I want to say thank you for stopping by our podcast today. We really do believe that you're only one step away from the relationship with God that you've been wanting. So I hope the message today gives you encouragement, gives you some vision, so that you can take that next step towards freedom. Enjoy the message. I was at the Avenue Rodeo, and we were doing the rescue race, which is somebody stands on the barrel and then somebody's on the horse and the one on the horse can pick the person on the barrel up. I was on the barrel, my sister was on the horse. Um, my sister came around the barrel, I was on the horse, we were halfway home and our horse started bucking. We don't know how I grabbed my sister and I extended my left arm and my left arm snapped. I was screaming for my mom and she saw the blood and the bone and all the people around me were just like, whoa. Um, I just kept saying the prayer. When I'm afraid, I'll put my trust in you. And it just I just kept saying it over and over again and I had faith in that in that verse. And I went to the hospital, I, we were there, I calmed down, I was there, we just like, okay. And we went into a room, watched Indiana Jones, and then the doctor came in saying, that's a pretty bad fracture. And I went into surgery three hours. It was like a puzzle for my doctor and I have a plate and six screws. And when I was out, I was tired and I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I'm just like, Dad, do I have a plate or something in my arm? And he said, well, you have a plate and six screws. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want that. But then I knew that God was there and that he'll get me through anything that I had trouble with, uh, surgery, broken arms, anything scary. Today, I am thankful to Jesus for being there for me and my family. I love it. I love, I love, um, I love stories. It is so, so important for us to, to tell our stories and, and, and pass them on. And in many ways, life's going to come at us and we have a choice on what story we're going to tell um, be it painful circumstances, good circumstances, we have a choice on what story we're going to tell. And I'm, that's why I'm fired up today to be here to, uh, to, to pass on our stories. Now, one of my favorite uh, parts of Christmas is passing on good Christmas stories, Christmas movies. Um, being a dad, not only do I get to, to watch the movies, but as a parent, you're like, hey, let's, let's rewatch some of our favorite Christmas movies with, uh, with our kids. So I got some pictures of some, some, uh, some of my favorites, some people I asked online about some of their uh, favorite Christmas movies. There was um, Elf's a big one. Um, Home Alone was good. Is there a, a picture of... of some of the Christmas movies, I think. Um, there was um, Elf, Home Alone. 
Um, Lord of the Rings is not a Christmas movie. I don't know if some of you guys, they came out during Christmas time, but it is not a, a Christmas movie. Although, I don't care what Bruce Willis says, Die Hard um, is a Christmas movie, okay? Um, and of course, we're, we're all Christians here, so like the TV versions, right? Um, Christmas Vacation is, a, is an all-time favorite of mine as well. Um, but that's exciting. It's a lot, of, a lot of fun. But when you pass those on to your kids, you don't always get to choose... Um, what they're going to quote from and what they're going to pick up from, that, from those movies. Um, my my, my three-year-old, I like to tell a lot of stories on my three-year-old. Um, we watch Home Alone kind of like year-round. And so a couple months ago, we were on a trip uh, to Missouri. We're staying at a hotel in Oklahoma. And that morning, we're having breakfast, and it's a breakfast buffet for everyone. I'm at the buffet getting... Um, breakfast for, for my boys, and all of a sudden in this room full of people, um, there's some chatter, but I hear this voice, and it's just screaming kind of at the top of their lungs, and it's, shut up, Marv! Shut up, Marv! If you haven't seen Home Alone, at the very end, Harry and Marv, they're arrested, and, and Marv's like spilling the beans on all the, all the crime stops, and, and Harry's kicking them, saying, shut up, Marv! Shut up! So if you see Charlie running around, um, we talked about this last week, about not judging parents of two-year-olds and three, three-year-olds. Um, it's just kind of one of those things. You don't get to pick uh, what, what necessarily um, they, they pick up from those movies. But anyway, I love passing on stories. Well, um, instead of passing on stories of the great Christmas movies, uh, we also have the privilege of passing on the greatest, one of the greatest events in history, and that is God becoming man. That's what we celebrate in this time of year, God becoming man through Jesus Christ being born, and that's what today I want us to focus on. And we're going to do three things today. We're going to walk through some of these things. Each of you got a, a card. There's some stations here in a little bit. We're going to have a time of singing, but it's going to be a little bit interactive as well. Um, we've asked everyone uh, to bring a word. If you're new with us today, uh, I'm glad you are here. You can still fill this one out. We've been asking everyone, seek a word from God. And um, what, is, what are you believing God for this, this season or in 2019. Pick a word, pick a phrase, and we have some markers here in a little while that you'll be able to fill this out and take this home with you and put it in a place where you can, where you can see it. Um, we're also going to be taking of the Lord's Supper, and then we've also asked everybody to be in prayer, seeking God about what you might give today or this week um, as, a, as a gift back to God. And so if you are new with us today. I'm not asking you uh, to give. In fact, Scripture talks specifically about this in 2 Corinthians. Uh, Paul's writing to the church. He says, remember this. He says, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will, be, will get a generous crop. And we've been talking for the past couple of weeks about how we want to be generous. And when you talk about being generous, that's not about an amount. That's really about your heart, and that's what we want to be. But that's what we want to be. A lot of preachers will stop right there at that verse, just talking about that. And it's a good biblical verse. It's a good principle about how God views our generosity. But he says, you must decide in your heart how much to give. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives generous or gives cheerfully. So listen. If you don't want to give or if you feel pressured, that's not the goal of this. And that, that's, you're, it, it is not the point of it at all. 
And so uh, the idea anytime I preach about money or giving is about generosity. And so we don't, God doesn't need what we have. He doesn't need our money. The church doesn't need our money. We need what God has. And so there's some principles that he talks about. So we'll talk about that here um, in, in a little bit as we celebrate. So if you have your Bibles with you, turn to Luke chapter 2. We've been going through different parts of the Christmas story. And we're going to look at the shepherds today, the shepherds and how they encounter uh, God becoming man. It's in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. It'll be on the screen. It's also on the Bible app as well. If you want to follow along with some sermon notes on there, you can click on the events on, on the Bible app, and you can find Freedom Church Los Alamos. It'll have all the sermon notes in there. Starting in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, and he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. This is the birth announcement. Like when a baby is born now, we have our birth announcement, right? We go straight to social media. We post it on Instagram. We post it on Facebook. Hey, introduction to the newborn baby. And God, he says, hey, this is how I'm going to introduce my son and it's going to be with a choir of angels reporting this one to it. But not only what the announcement is, but who is incredibly good news here. He, he introduces, he makes this announcement to shepherds. Not kings, not royalty, but shepherds. What little I know of shepherds back in the first century, they were shady. They weren't, they weren't known for, for being like top tier, top class. They were, they were also, in a sense, they were messy because they were working with the animals. So they, were, they weren't clean to go into the temple. So not only were they not necessarily trusted, but they weren't able to necessarily worship how everybody else did because they were unclean. This is great news for you and I. If you've been missing uh, the previous sermons where we've talked about Mary, she was a teenager when God called her. When we talked about last week, the Magi who came, the wise men, they came. They came from, from Persia. They were not worshiping God. They were not following God. They were following stars that led them to the truth. If you've looked at uh, like the most boringest chapter in, in, in Scripture, the genealogies, you know, you read through them and you like fall asleep and you're like, uh, what is this for? But you see in Matthew chapter 1, the genealogy of Jesus. And if you happen to read through some of those things, there's prostitution, there's, there's murder, there's all sorts of corruption in there. And you're like, why am I talking about this? It's good news for you and I because everybody can be used by God. God. No matter what you believe about yourself, God believes in you. And I know that's my biggest hang-up, my biggest trouble. I know me. I know what I've done. I know what I thought. And I'm like, surely God can't use me. God can use you. 
God can use you. He call, he's making the call to the messy, to the outcast. And, and it's kind of like a recurring theme throughout Scripture. We doubt ourselves, but God does not. He can use you. He wants to use you, even if you're nine years old, even if you're 90 years old. He wants to use you in a powerful way. Be expectant. And so he calls to these, to these shepherds, and he gives them a word, right? We've been seeking a word from God, and he gives them a word. He's like, hey, the Messiah has been born. And so what you're going to do um, in a few minutes when, when we take a break, uh, we're going to get up from our seats. We have some markers up here, some Sharpies. You're going to take your card, and you're going to write your word. This is my word from, from God, or this is my phrase. If you don't have a word, you're like, I don't have a word, I don't know. Write what you think. It might be. What, what do you feel like has been going on in your, in your life uh, lately? And, and just kind of write what you think. And then maybe pray about it and seek it out. But write something down. You also have another card, too, at the top. We want to pray for you throughout the year. And so if, if you would, everybody, fill this one out, and, and you're going to put it in the offering box. You don't have to put your name on it, um, but this is for us to keep so we can be praying with you and for you um, over this season. Next, they go on. It says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go. Like, that might be your phrase right there. That might be your two words. Let's go. Let's go. Got a word. Let's go. To Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off. Listen, God didn't tell them to go. There was no command to go. I'm going to say, if you get a word from God, follow it. If you get a word from God, follow it. Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know where that's going to lead me. Let's go. Let's go see. Let's explore. Let's check it out. Let's investigate. Follow. They hurried off. And they found Mary. They found Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Now, these guys, they, they, they were reckless in their love, right? Like we sing about, they left the sheep and they went to go see the baby. They, they risked. What did they risk? They risked probably getting a whooping from their, from their boss, from their owner, right? They just left all the, all the sheep. They rest, risked maybe losing their, their, their job to go check this thing out. I mean, it, was, um, it doesn't seem, you know, well, maybe we'll wait till morning. No, they, they, they jetted, and they checked this thing out. I wonder what you're willing to, to leave behind in 2018. There, there's plenty of stuff that we want to carry with us, but what, what are you willing to, to, to leave behind? If God's calling you to, to give something, you're like, you know what? I'm going to give this over and leave it behind. There's risk involved in that, right? There's risk involved in faith if we're going to take next steps forward. When I talk about giving, I want us to be generous. I believe the most loving thing you can do is to be generous, to be generous with your words, to be generous with your actions, to be generous with your time, and yes, also to be generous with your money. God wants us to be generous, for God so loved the world that he gave. And so I want us to love people through generosity. And this church has been extremely generous this year. We set a budget back in April when, when, when we started to, to collect tithes and offerings. We set a, a budget of $60,000, and we thought that would be aggressive to hit that 
in, in, by, by December. We hit it in September. We've had to have some budget meetings to say, what are we going to do with all of this extra money? Because we didn't plan on it. We, ha we have given away this month roughly $13,000 to people who are in need and to missions. And I wanna, if you don't know about it, you don't know about it. So I want to share some of these with you. Um, one of the areas where we gave was to Rudy and Caroline. They are missionaries that are in Haiti. Um, they came here and worshiped with us one Sunday. If you weren't here, you might have missed them. They live in Mississippi, but then they do work in Haiti. And I've had the privilege to work with them starting back in 2015. And so what you see here, not only did we support them with $1,500, but we're going to support them in 2019 um, as well to help kind of just pay for some of their salary because uh, they, just, they don't make very much. Their heart is to serve and to be missionaries and to spread the gospel in Haiti and in the U.S. But also one of the things in Haiti, you see some rubble there. That's the start of a home for some handicapped women in Haiti, in Lakai, Haiti. And you see some of the women up there. Haiti, if you, I mean, we know that Haiti is poor. Haiti is like, in a sense, in my opinion, like the, the outcasts. They are the outcasts. Well, if you have a, a, a handicap in Haiti, guess what? You are like the outcasts of the outcasts. And so there's a man, his name is Jano. And he has had a calling from God for quite some time to help support the handicap in Haiti. Because the handicap in the U.S., despite their whatever disability that they may have, they can still live an ordinary life. And they can work and they can provide for their families. For the most part, they can do everything that you and I can do or anybody else can do. If they want to do it, they can do it. In Haiti, not so. And so he's providing a, wants to provide a home for them to where they can uh, learn skills and they can provide for their family. That's all they want to do. But when you're the outcast of the outcasts, you don't necessarily get the priority. So we're helping them. We're working with them right now to see they got most of this house built, but they need a roof. The latest estimate was around $11,000. We can't provide all of that right now, but we're working on paying for some of that. And it's a big deal. It is a big deal to help the least of these in this world. And when you meet the women, if you ever get a chance to meet the women, they're just like you and I. They have a heart, they have a soul, they have families, and they have so much love and so much joy and so much spirit, but they need a little bit of help along the way. We're going to help. Freedom Church in Los Alamos is going to help in Haiti. It's been amazing. Rudy and Caroline, they got a little message that they want to send your way. Hey guys, it's Rudy and Caroline here again. We just wanted to say a big thank you to you this morning um, just for the continued support that we feel from you guys at Freedom Church. Um, we just really appreciate you guys being so generous towards us so that we can do our ministry both here in Mississippi and also when we get to travel to Haiti. Yes, and we say this morning, that's us assuming you're going to be watching this video in the morning Tomorrow time. Morning, yes. Right now it's like 8 o'clock here, but anyway. Um, yeah, I also wanted to highlight the fact that when you bless us, um, the, the blessing doesn't stop here. It allows us to go turn around and bless someone else. 
um, the the recent gift that we received from Freedom Church, we um, were blessed to be able to turn around and bless Jano, which Mike can tell you guys some more about Jano. Um, but yeah, we were able to bless Jano so that he can host a Christmas party for some of the handicapped girls that he takes care of down in Lekai, Haiti. So anyway, we just wanted to let you know that and be encouraged by it so that tomorrow as you gather as a church, you can continue to be generous by giving and giving like the Lord asked us to do. So thank you so much, and um, yeah, happy Sunday. They're, they're an awesome couple. If you ever get to meet them, they're, they're so much fun to be around. A couple other areas where we've been able to meet, we've identified at least five families this Christmas in, in need here in Los Alamos who need help with medical bills, who need help just, just kind of getting Christmas started. Aspen School, we've been able to partner with Aspen School and, and the counselors here have identified three families. We don't know who they are. It doesn't really matter. But uh, we were able to give them gift cards to Smith's uh, just this past week. Um, and then we also just wanted to say thank you to the school here um, because they've generously have provided to us. Um, and so we were able to give each of the staff a, a tiny little gift card. And they were pumped. We also uh, set up a Keurig station in their teacher's lounge with K-Cups. I'm telling you, it was like a small little gift, and they were ecstatic. The principal invited me to come to their all-staff meeting this past week just to say a few words on behalf of Freedom Church. I was like, oh, I, don't, I was more nervous for that little two-minute talk than I was for preaching um, because I don't know these people, and I knew. I'm like, hey, they're going to judge me and our church within the first five seconds. And so I was like, oh, what do I say? So I, I, I just told them, thank you. And, and they were pumped. But I got, a le- I got an email from one of the teachers, and, and this is what they said. This was uh, the next day. They said, Mike, it's a funny job teaching. It's such a big part of my life, and it feels funny that I should be thanked just for living my life. But I want you to know that your words of encouragement, not only to me but to the Aspen staff, are very much appreciated. And for me, they were perfectly timed. I could have cried during the staff meeting yesterday because it was a tough day for me emotionally. And when you reminded me that what teachers do every day is valued and really important work, it was what I needed to move forward. Thank you. Your love is truly felt, and I thank you deeply. You need to know that, Freedom Church. You need to know that your, your, your giving, your generosity is impacting this community as well. And then there's one area where we are able to give, and that was uh, with Rendell and Linda's son, Stephen Carver. He's not with us now, but he started with us. And Stephen is um, he's now in Guatemala. He's been a missionary uh, leading um, a group of people on missions in South America. Last year, he went on something called the World Race. It's not actually a race, but they go and they serve in 11 countries around the world for 11 months, and they're doing mission work, and they're spreading the gospel. Well, now Stephen did that, now he's leading groups in doing that. And so we were able to, he, he needs to meet some financial goals. We weren't able to provide at all, but we uh, were able to give him $1,500, which really helped him. And so Stephen has a message for Freedom Church this morning. Hey, Freedom Church. Um, hey, Mom, Dad, Hannah. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for the gift you guys have given. It's been a huge blessing on um, my life, I'm super excited to be here in Guatemala. The people, the culture, everything is super amazing. And we are uh, going to be doing some amazing things. We're raising up leaders in our squad. We're going to be raising up leaders here in the country. 
Um, they're sending out missionaries from here. Uh, they've sent out 30. We're looking to send out more. Um, it's been an incredible journey so far, and I can't wait to see what the Lord has in the last six months of the race. Thank you, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. So today, we're going to have a time during this time of worship. Not only can you fill out your word, but you're going to have a time of giving. Everybody should have got this card. If you did not, um, Jeff has, has more cards. If you didn't get one of these cards or both cards, could you please just raise your hand? Because this is an important part of, of the service. If you need one, just raise your hand. We'll get one. There's one right over there, Jeff. Um, you'll see number two. It says giving. Any gift that's given today in person or any one-time gift that's given online during the week, you can go online and you can give. We're going to, 100% of it is going to go away. We're not going to put it in a church savings account or anything like that. We're going to give it away. We're going to identify needs in Los Alamos, um, or we're going to see other needs that we can meet in missions, and we're going to give it away. So 100% that is given today or a one-time gift will be given. So if you feel led to give um, cheerfully, um, you can mark that in right here. You don't have to put your names on it. If you want to put your name on, you can. You can say, hey, I can't give now, but I'll give in the future. You can check that box or it's completely all right. I am not ready to give at this time. Completely all right. But we're going to ask that everybody would fill this out. And when we worship here in a little bit, fill out your word, fill out the giving portion, and you can put that um, into the offering uh, basket for you guys. We've been saying in this series, expectant, get a word from God. Seek God. Get a word from Him. Give a gift back to God. When you realize that everything we have comes from Him, then we, can, we have no problem giving back to Him. And I know for me, I used to be like, oh, I used to be offended with giving. <laughs> it's a heart issue, right? I'm like, oh, I don't want to give. Then, then I also struggle with an obligation. Oh, I have to give. But now I've started to see that it's, it's not a, necessarily for me, it's, it's an offense or an obligation. It's an opportunity. Thank you again for listening to the podcast at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. A few next steps that you can take coming out of this. One is head to our website and let us know just exactly how we can help you take your next step. Also, if we have had a positive impact in your life or in your family and you want to partner with us financially, you can go to our website and click give. That will get the message out so we can impact more people through this ministry. And finally, click the subscribe button. That way you know you get the latest content from the podcast as well as rate it, review it. That will help get the message out to others. Hope you have a, a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.